I recorded an episode like this a while ago. It was episode six, in fact, and it's still one of my most listened to. So I thought it was time to record an updated one. In this episode, I share five tools that I rely on to manage all the moving parts of my business in a way that's sustainable and helps me actually grow. Although I use more than five tools, I wanted to share five key ones so that I don't flood you with options. And for each, I'll explain how I made my decision so you can make a decision based on your needs. Enjoy. Welcome to the Upgrade Your Education Business podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, and I'm so pleased you're here. As an education business owner myself and a former teacher, I understand the nuances that only apply to us. So in this podcast, I share fluff-free, tailored and actionable ideas that you can mould to suit your needs. If you'd like to take this conversation further, please do reach out. I would love to meet you. And finally, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review. That way, you'll be helping me help more people. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy. Now I'm going to start this episode off with a little apology. I apologise if you hear the rumble of planes in the background. The Heathrow flight path seems to be especially busy today. So I apologise if you can hear that background noise. Now, one of the best investments I make in my business is in tech because it allows me to grow and scale without adding to my workload. Don't get me wrong. Researching, learning and setting up tech is time consuming, but after it's done, it's done. It just keeps working for you. For instance, when a new tutee joins me, I just ask the parent to complete a registration form. That sends the information to my accounts package and all I have to do is send them their welcome pack and set up the recurring invoice. I don't have to wait to get terms and conditions signed or to make sure I have all the details I need to raise an invoice. That's just one example. But as promised, I'll dive into my five favourite tools that I rely on. Number one is Zapier. And if you listened to episode six, you'll remember me talking about this. You'll also remember that I never quite know how to pronounce it, whether it's Zapier or Zapier. Anyway, let's go with Zapier. Zapier essentially lets my apps talk to one another. So for instance, I use HubSpot as my CRM and Calendly to let people book calls with me. Those two naturally integrate. I can head over to HubSpot's integration section and connect the two naturally. But not all apps do that, and that's where Zapier comes in. Remember the example of the registration form I shared at the start? Well, I use Zoho Forms for my registration form and Xero for my accounts package. Zapier is what sends the information from Zoho Forms to Xero so that my customer is already created and I can just create the recurring invoice. You can use Zapier for free, but your options are limited. I pay for it and it isn't on the cheap side, not massively expensive either, but for me, it's very, very worth it. There are alternatives on the market like Make, but I haven't explored them yet. I found Make quite complicated to use, whereas I can get a Zap created in minutes. My second app is Calendly and I mentioned it earlier. Calendly is quite a slick system that you can use for free as well that allows people to book calls with you. Now, there are many on the market, but I'm yet to find one as good as Calendly, not to say that I've tried every single one. I link Calendly to my Google Calendar so it can read when I'm available or not, and it presents people with my available days and times and they can book calls with me. There is so much flexibility with it. For instance, I can set up a group call. I can take payments. I can ask questions before a call. I can set pre and post call emails and much more. 
Many of those tools are on the paid plan, but given how much I use it, it's totally worth paying for in my business. My third app, and this is a big one, is my learning management system. I'm going to talk about two here because it's important you choose the right one. A learning management system essentially allows you to host things like courses and memberships in a way where all the dots are connected. If you're a WordPress user, which I'm not, LearnDash is a very popular option, but it's worth making a list of what you need before committing. Because if you, for instance, need lots of storage for things like video content, like I do for the Cheetahs Mastermind, options like LearnDash can get expensive. You can get cost creep. So I started with Thinkific, which I also use for my group classes. Thinkific has a free plan and I've put the link in the show notes so that you can sign up and have a look around. It's not a free trial, it's actually a free plan. Now, I like Thinkific because it's really easy to get started with. It does what it says on the tin and it keeps everything connected. For instance, when I launched my group classes, I created a course in Thinkific, which is where I hosted the recordings and I shared resources and I set assignments for students to submit. And then I continued using it for the Tutors Mastermind. However, Thinkific is really good for linear courses, as in ones where someone doesn't need to do lesson one, then lesson two, then lesson three, and so on. But as my membership grew, as the Tutors Mastermind grew, I had to move away. I had outgrown Thinkific. The layout just wasn't really giving people a great experience. It was hard to find the exact training video they wanted to watch, for instance. So now I've moved over to Kartra. Again, I've linked it in the show notes in case you want to check it out. Kartra is one of those all-in-one platforms, similar to Kajabi, but better for memberships. It's really versatile, so you can also host linear courses on there as well. It has definitely transformed the membership experience for the mastermind, but I will warn you, it's a steep learning curve. And also with most all-in-one platforms, It does things like email marketing and calendar bookings and webinars and so on, but not as well as apps that are dedicated to those specific functions. For instance, I experimented with the calendar function, but it just was not as good as Calendly, so I stuck to Calendly. However, although it isn't as good as, say, ConvertKit for email marketing, which is something I love, it's good enough. So I'm moving my email list over to there. ConvertKit, by the way, is a brilliant tool for email marketing. I have been using it for years. It's more powerful than ones like MailerLite, but easier to use than ones like ActiveCampaign. Again, I've popped a link in the show notes because honestly, if I wasn't paying for Kartra, I would keep using it and loads of my clients use this now as well. You can also do things like sell things through ConvertKit, whether it's a digital product, tickets to an event, and it's all just very quick to set up. If you're tutoring, then you don't necessarily need an LMS, a learning management system like Thinkific or Kartra. But if you're running group classes or you're planning on selling resources or courses, it's really, really worth looking into. Almost all of them allow you to create things like landing pages so they can even replace your website. And you're confident in the knowledge that everything's connected. So if you had a button on your website that was in, let's say, Thinkific, that allowed people to enroll onto your group class, you know that everything's connected. You don't have to manually enroll them onto that group class or use something like Zapier. When they press the button, it automatically links to the back end of Thinkific where you've got that course set up. Now, my fourth recommendation is Zoho Social. I've been using Zoho Social for a few years and I'm definitely a fan. 
It's basically a social media content scheduling app. And without it, honestly, I wouldn't be able to stay on top of all of my content marketing. I used to use Hootsuite, which is also excellent, but it was starting to get too expensive. My decision to use Zoho Social really stemmed from my subscription to Zoho One. Zoho One gives you access to a whole range of apps created by Zoho. For instance, Zoho Books for accounts, Zoho Campaigns for email marketing and so on. I actually originally signed up for Zoho CRM. That's why I signed up for Zoho One because it was cheaper to do it that way. But I found that it was overly complicated. So I use HubSpot for my CRM, which is free. But I keep paying for Zoho One and I keep my Zoho account going because although I'm paying a subscription, it still saves me money just through my use of Zoho Social and Zoho Sites, which I use for some of my websites. Now, regardless of which scheduler you choose, a lot of the paid ones will give you more facility than simply scheduling content beforehand. For instance, you can save things like hashtag groups. So if you market yourself a lot on platforms like Instagram, you don't have to manually type out the hashtags or store them somewhere else. You can just quickly add them within the app. And they also give you features like access to your inbox so that you can actually manage messages through there. It gives you access to insights and it gives you data to see how well your content's doing over time. If you're using, say, Instagram and Facebook, you could use Meta Business Suite completely for free. And it's really good as well. You know, I really like that. But I do find that some of these paid apps like Zoho Social are just a little bit more flexible. For instance, they allow you to customize how often a post might be repeated, for instance. That's really useful for me because in the Tutors Mastermind, in our Facebook group for full members, there are some posts that go out every Monday, for instance, and I can just do that really easily through Zoho Social. So although I mentioned this nearer the start of the episode, I will just reiterate, please, please, please make a list of what you need and base your decision around that. I'm giving you some ideas today and, you know, do check out these apps. They are really good. I've been using them for a very long time. But make sure you're choosing something that you specifically need, something that really fits your requirements, because that little subtlety, paying attention to it, is really important. For instance, if I had planned for my tutor's mastermind when I originally signed up for Thinkific, I probably wouldn't have even signed up for Thinkific, even though it's really good, because it's not suitable, really, for a membership. And making that big platform change to Kartra has been huge. It's taken up so much time and it's been quite difficult. It's very challenging. So with big decisions like an email platform or a learning management system, trying to make the right decision from day one can save you a lot of hassle later on. Now on to my fifth tool, ClickUp. Now, I could not do without ClickUp. And in fact, I have a video about how I use it on YouTube and I've shared the link to that in the show notes. Now, you can use ClickUp for free, but I choose to pay for it just because I wanted access to a little bit more. But honestly, the free plan is really, really generous. Now, at its core, ClickUp is a task management system, very similar to apps like Trello, Asana and the like. But in my experience, it's actually way more powerful. I used to use Trello and I used it for a long time, but when I wanted to keep communication between my team and I in one place, I had to move elsewhere because although it's possible in Trello, it's not very good. It's very glitchy. So that's how I discovered ClickUp as a suitable alternative. 
And since using it, I have realized just how powerful it is. And I don't think I'm even using it to its full capability. So I'll give you some examples of how I use it. I use it to dump ideas. So let's take the tutor's mastermind. Let's say I've got an idea of how I want to develop it in the future. Or let's say I've got some ideas for some topics to put out to my members so they can choose whether they want me to cover it. I dump all the ideas in there. But also I've got two team members who support my clients in the mastermind as well. So within there we can chat, I can easily assign things to them and you've got really powerful automations as well. So I use ClickUp to plan this podcast and every time I have finished editing my episode I put it in the edited list and I've got an automation set up so that my VA is automatically tagged and she now knows she needs to schedule the posts on social media. So that's a couple of examples. I also plan content on there. So for my Tutors Mastermind Instagram account, I post on specific days and I have a bit of a plan of what kind of content I want to post on those days. And then I've listed some ideas. So in a lot of ways, I use ClickUp to reduce my thinking time, to reduce how much is cluttering my brain. And I know I've talked a little bit about ClickUp here. I've spent a bit more time on it, but it's because actually I really, really, really rely on it. I don't think I'd be able to manage all the different moving parts of my business. So like I said, I have recorded a demo of the different ways that I use it. It's a video demo, so I will pop the link in the show notes for that for you as well. So I've covered five tools and I'm going to stop there because if you have already started Googling these tools like I do when I listen to podcast episodes, then adding more to the list will just stall your progress. Just researching these and figuring out what you need takes time. The most valuable advice I can give you is repeating what I said at the beginning and what I said just earlier, which is to make a list of what you need and what the apps need to do for you. And then you look at the apps and you shortlist which ones are suitable. If you go by my or anyone else's recommendation, you'll risk signing up to an app that doesn't quite tick the boxes. In my experience, it's really hard to find a perfect app. I still haven't found anything that's perfect for everything that I use it for. For instance, as much as I love Calendly, I wish it had the facility to book multiple dates in one go. Maybe it will in the future, but it's about choosing your must-haves and compromising on your nice-to-haves. So I hope this episode has been useful in helping you get started with automating parts of your business or If you've already started automating, I hope it's given you some ideas of apps that you maybe haven't considered. If you want any help, then as always, just reach out. A lot of the work I do with my clients is actually setting up their tech, so I'd be more than happy to help. Thank you as always for spending your time with me and you'll hear from me on Wednesday. Would you like to take this discussion further? Perhaps you have some questions or you'd like more ideas on tailoring your business. If so, book a free discovery call through the link in the show notes.